Fonkose proudly presents our unscripted podcast, Voices of Hope. In this first season, you'll hear from extraordinary individuals whose support and service are making a difference. They may look different from each other and come from very different backgrounds, but the one thing they have in common is their love and respect for Haiti. On tonight's episode, we speak to Ed-Philippe Jean, Director of Monitoring and Evaluation at Foncose Foundation. Here is our interview. Okay, my name is Ed-Philippe Jean. Obviously, I am a I'm an Asian. I I'm from a city called Gumon and the Atibone Department of Haiti. I'm a statistician. I have a master in econometry and applied mathematics. And I'm working, I've been working for Funkozi since 2016. I am now the head of the monitoring and evaluation department. A fun fact, a fun fact is that <laughs> I had to to leave my house this morning to join this podcast because in my neighborhood, there is no internet connection. It is terribly bad. So I'm in, at a friend's room now where the connection is better. So I think it's it's uh, at the same time funny and I don't know I don't know the other terms but yeah right you have to sometimes see the humor and things to keep going yes yeah and thank you so much for doing that to be here and um so can you tell us more about your role at Foncose yeah mm, <clears throat> let me tell you my my story in Foncose first. I have started in Foncose in August of 2016 as a data analyst. Mm, as a data analyst, my main job was to analyze data to produce report in French, in Creole, or in English for the for the programs of the foundation and also for, for the financial services part and after one year, I've been promoted to be a, da- a data manager. And I had to deal with the databases, the data quality assessment of the collected data for both foundation and the performance report of SFF. Right. And um, in 2000. In 2020, I think I've been promoted as the head deputy of the of the department. Mm, I was working with the, the, the with the head of the department to organize the work of the department to develop monitoring, evaluation, and learning plan for the projects of the of the programs, and now. I am the head of the department because the, the the head of the department is absent. Is in visiting scholar in US, and now I am the head of the department. My main role is to work with some 
mm, consultants now to re-engineer the department for the next years and also to provide um, monitoring, evaluation, accountability, and learning services to the projects and the program, and also for some work for the SFF. Okay. And yeah, I think it's my mayor. I'm the, the one who is in charge of the of the whole department. So the whole department, we have a department with more than 12 employees now. Wow. So what's, um? can you walk us through maybe some of your process when you are um, analyzing the data and also as far as uh, performance, like what do you look for? How do you help hold people accountable? Yeah, I think mm, in this world today, mm, we use data to make decisions. Right. We use data and industry and social de social development and every sector. So my main role is to ensure that the data that we have collected for phone calls, they are reliable, they are they are quality data so that we can make quality decisions. Right. The main process is to work with the programs when they are developing the projects to see how we can we can have a monitoring and evaluation plans so we have to decide which monitoring activities that we will have in this project and which evaluation activities that we will have to ensure that the project uh, has achieved its goals. Right. And throughout the project and the life cycle of the project, we have uh, one officer and other um, social impact monitors to collect the data, to analyze the data, and to produce report for the for the general direction for our donors, for our partners, and also for our beneficiaries. We are sharing some of some of the reports with them to let them know what what we are doing matters and what um, are their, their their progresses or what are the impacts of our program or our project in their life. Yeah. And since you've been at Foncose um, since 2016, um, how have you seen it change over time? And what are the current challenges in the way to affecting this change? <clears throat> since I have been in Foncose, I mean, in 2016, have seen many lives have changed. The lives of our beneficiaries, the lives of the people we are empowering, we are helping to empower themselves. So I think the question I would like to answer exactly is why I am 
working at Fungozi or why I'm still in Haiti. Yeah. I think many young Haitians mm, have fled the country because of insecurity, because there are better opportunities elsewhere. And I've decided to stay. And every year, I feel the pressure from my friends, from my relatives to they ask me why uh, why are you staying? What are you doing here? And I tell them that anytime I'm doing something that is impacting the life of 100 people, at least 100 people, I'm staying. Because yeah. if 1,000 young people like me have decided to stay in those 1,000 have worked and their work have, has impacted the life of mm, 100 people exclusively. That would be one, that would be one, 100,000 people that have their life impacted. So yeah, I think I stay because I see how my work, how the work of my colleagues had the work of Funkozy mm, have contributed to change the life of so many people and specifically in the most remote areas of the country. And I think if a thing that I am not happy with is that at Funkozy we are working with our beneficiaries. We are trying to help them make one step every day or two steps every day and <laughs> the right. shocks the 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 other mm, things that are out of our control mm-hmm. mm, they, they 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 try to prevent those people from doing this step mm, so i always ask my people my team to instead of helping our beneficiaries to make one step every day, try to have them make two steps. So when the right. lie, when the the shocks, when the country situation will try to hold them. So it will be two steps forward and perhaps one step backward. So there will be some progress. Right. That's a great way of looking at it. So when you were growing up, did your family emphasize being of service to other people and helping other people? Or is this something that you developed on your own? I think that it's both that my family helped me to be the person I am. And there there, there are also a lot of personal works. Yeah, I think my wife and other people around me always tell me, Ed, I know that the the situation is really bad, but mm-hmm. I know that you have to go to the field. You have to go to train people to better execute the task. You have to go to the field to verify information that Funkozi has collected. You have to go to the field to 
hear the stories of the beneficiaries to right. what you are doing is has mattered so and as a young person i am also part of other young youth organization in the country yeah. so i think that the is a lot of personal work and the process too. Yeah, definitely. And so what changes do you believe would make, I guess we could say, it's, I know it's a difficult question, but what is your wish for Haiti and its future? And what changes do you believe would make not just Haiti a better place um, for young people to stay in, but maybe the rest of the world? How do you see it? It's a big question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's a big question. So <laughs> I, I, I will try to insert this big question. Okay. <laughs> the, the, there is a lot of work that has to be done before we reach the level of development that we want to achieve. I think the decisions are related to public policy. They are related to what the NGOs are doing. They are related to what the private private sector is doing. So my wish is to, to see that our government has emphasized its actions on better development planned and focus on education that can help the country thrive in the future. So if we decide that we that we are a, a country who produce agricultural food products or produces, so we have to develop uh, and an education system that sustains, that um, helps the country. And this way, if we decide to, to rely on tourism, our politics and our edu education should go the same way. Mm. And when I'm, when I'm saying our politics, it, it's not only the government policy policies is only it's about the NGO Foncoze policies. It's about the private sector policies. Yeah, every everyone sh mm, should work for the same purpose. Right. So if we we are not doing this, so oh, it's it's it will not work. I think it will work, but. So I want to see Haiti, I envision Haiti where everyone is working for the same purpose. Yeah, yeah we awesome. have an agenda, a 25-year agenda, a 55-year, 50-year agenda. So yeah, it's important to work for the same purpose. Yeah, that's well said. It's better together. And so... You're a very busy person and there's lots of heavy things going on. How do you spend your personal time outside of work? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> me and my family 
are living in Port-au-Prince. So <laughs> these days, I mean, in 2022, we cannot go out every time. So I've decided to buy some, some games from Society Games. So I spend a lot of time at home to, work, to play with my wife. I have a one-year-old kid. So oh I wow <laughs> I spend a lot of time with the with the boys, so I have I help him develop every day. So Yeah, that's a full-time um, hobby in itself, yeah, full-time job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the, the the I call this guy my my anti anti stress. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. Foncoze has been empowering families throughout Haiti for nearly 30 years with the tools and supportive services needed to break the cycle of poverty. To discover more about our impactful work, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Foncoze, or visit our website at foncoze.org.